What is up and welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Two sheets to the wind here and it goes a little something like this. What's up? How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. So you had your, what I'm guessing, your first trip to a Sephora. Oh yeah, that was my first trip there. Um, so many options. My so many. God, I had no idea um, that it was that intricate. And basically an experience from as soon as we walked in till all the way in the back of the store, it was just nonstop. Endless brands, endless marketing. Yes. Endless makeup. Yes. Endless price points. My God. You saw how expensive it is to look the way that many women look. It's a new appreciation. It is. I mean, we're not even talking about the time it takes to apply or learn how to apply. I mean, we, you throw out a figure like the average woman who wears makeup like that is doing what? Five layers? Sometimes. My God. And we went into a small Sephora. A small size oh, that's Sephora. true. This wasn't a medium size. This wasn't a large size. This was a small Sephora where I was like, I don't even know if they have my colors here. So uh, that just shows you there's this is I the only way that you can get a smaller size Sephora is if you go to like a Sephora in like a Kohl's or a JCPenney. That's it. Yeah. My favorite question that you asked me was, do you even know what to do with half of this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite question. I know there's a huge learning curve yes. uh, to doing it. And I know that that game is serious. Yes. You know, you can't, if you step outside and you haven't done your homework and you don't know what you're doing, I think it's going to show. It absolutely does. So there's a difference between do I know what to do with it and do I know what to do with it well? The answer is, is I know what to do with it. Can I do it well? No. That's why I wear two, maybe three layers. Did you learn by experience from like, trial and error or yeah. did you like youtube video tutorial friend showed you the smoky eye i can't do a smoky eye i so heard it's challenging it is smell uh smelling <laughs> challenging i can't do a cat Words. eye they're tough i can't do a smoky eye but i can put eyeshadow on my eyelids so uh so i know what to do with it but can i do it well no i just do the like very basics i try to say oh i want the natural look that's all i can do and i just yeah i just don't care slash want to spend enough money enough to like learn how to do all the other things nor am i willing to invest more than the like seven minutes of makeup application that i put on so yeah i think that shows in your answers to the question i had it was like if money wasn't a factor here how many items would you buy? Like how many items would you purchase? I wanted to grasp like the demand from yeah. like an average customer, so mm -hmm. to speak. And you said you wouldn't get anything else. So I, you know, you're, I, I think you'd be considered a light makeup user. And, well, not only that, but there's other things there. So there's like the face wash and toners and moisturizers, but I have all that stuff. I think if you asked the average woman or 
any of my friends who shop at Sephora, they would have said a thousand dollars. But you know me, I'm so weird about like, even if I was a millionaire, I still wouldn't spend all the money. Um, but what's hard is, is like, if I had nothing in my bathroom, I could easily walk out of there 800 bucks. But I have most, you know? Shout out to Riri. Hey, that Fenty stuff knows what's up. I'm, I'm not going to Let's talk lie. about it. I mean, they're pretty new on the scene, right? For like makeup, you've, yeah. you've been wearing makeup before they launched their makeup line. Yes. Or she launched her makeup line. Yes. And since then, is that all you use or like bulk majority? The, the My foundation is, which is the bulk majority of my face, the thing that covers all of it is, is Fenty. And I initially gave Brianna's brand a try because I'm like, oh, she's a woman who deals with different shades that are in my range of shades and you know your winter color and your summer color and the everything in between and kind of representing those tones um i was like let me let me try it her brand and see is there one that matches my color better and there was and so i've been wearing her stuff for approximately i don't know maybe two years maybe a little less if they had a just for men line, you know, yes. like the coloring, I'd do that. I'd uh, let Rihanna take care of me. Um, of course you'd let Rihanna take care of you. <laughs> Funny, that's all you heard? That's Jealousy, heard. not an attractive trait. No, it's not, but here it is. <laughs> um, have you ever worn any of her lingerie? Because I think that's where it started, right? We had Rihanna, like, she made the, a good, like, she had a, a lot of success with that lingerie company and then she went to the makeup i haven't and i only have two reasons why one a regular like bra and underwear it's really really expensive really really expensive for things that are not functional so you're wearing it to be sexy but you get like a bra and underwear and you're looking at you know sometimes a hundred bucks she does have things that are less expensive but then they're just like there's nothing special about them. So it's like, I can get this anywhere. When you get into her extra sexy, you know, baby dolls, teddies kind of things, there's too many straps. And like, you know, the sock thingies, the nylons, and then the little clips. And I'm like, by the time that stuff came off, the moment's over, or you rip through it, and then, you know, there just went a bunch of money. So I... I haven't for those two reasons, but I have looked at it many times, and there's there's some beautiful stuff on there. So you have a lot of her stuff, basically, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> I have looked. I have window shopped often. Male lingerie. Oh, where's that on your priority list? Is that high? Is that something you've ever wanted or desired? Has that crossed your mind at all? Because I know that she offers that stuff. You just ruined the anniversary gift I was getting you. Oh, Savage Fenty lingerie. Banana hat hammock is coming. <laughs> all silk red uh no it's not it's it's not anywhere on my list male lingerie you know as long as there's not like holes in your stuff and you know stains i don't care wear whatever or nothing at all okay yeah have you watched any of her shows i did of the savage fenty collection shows you and i watched like a half of one of her shows once and that's the only time so you haven't I watched half of an episode <laughs> with you, and that was it. Have you? I've seen all of them. I think she has four. 
one is okay. It's 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 good. Like okay. it's it's really entertaining because they have modern day like huge musical guests. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like all of these attractive people half naked walking around. It's choreographed. Yeah. I think three is my favorite because the choreography and the music is really dope. I don't think I've actually watched it for the lingerie though. It's more like entertainment value. Um Yeah. That's why people read Playboy. But <laughs> hey, the Savage Fenty collection. There's they four of them. Yeah. It's on Prime. Not Check a bad time. Check it out, people. Speaking of celebrities, I thought we might be celebrities one day. Oh, uh, God. Hope not. But <laughs> if you were a famous celebrity, you know, and you're going to show up somewhere on a show or whatever, they say like, oh, what is your ask? You know, they always pe- celebrities have their like weird ask. So like in the marvelous Miss Maisel, yellow teddy bears. Exactly. So what would be your weird ask? Mm. I would use that opportunity to get free drugs. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I always need this. Yeah. Um. Because I don't I don't really have one, honestly, outside yeah. of a Perrier, but. Your boy's stocked. Shout out to Costco. I, I'm, I always have them. Yep. Um, yeah, I would just take that opportunity. I'd probably change it depending on what I needed. Like, oh, I'm running low on deodorant. I need, you, you know, I would yeah. use that to, to just um, stock up on things that I just needed. What's on the Costco list? Why not? Yeah. I, psh, yeah. Why not? I mean, but there's usually like that standard thing, you know, where it's like the yellow teddy bear. It's just like you know embedded in every contract and it's like the one same thing so yeah. it just be drugs sam requires an offering of marijuana in its various forms to some degree yeah <laughs> okay edibles vapes the actual <laughs> flower the liquids there's even tea and like bath time stuff oh okay so you, so you know i'd allow them to be creative they'd be like oh you know what i think he'd really appreciate this yeah it's like THC laced nail polish? My God. Yeah. yeah so. Deodorant. They'll put the <laughs> marijuana in the deodorant that you need. They're like, <laughs> we've heard things. We've smelt things. This is on us. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be in the contract. This is just a favor. What about you? Do you have a weird ask? You know, I don't. And I had to think of it because I knew that I was going to, you know, ask this question. And so I was thinking, well, what's the thing that I like always love and would want and it would be like strawberry sour belts or like whatever sour belts um you know mama loves a blt so <laughs> like i need to have like a jar of strawberry sour belts a blt with avocado and grilled onion See, i think that that might be too sensitive though because if they screwed it up i don't know if you'd be able to let that go you'd be like oh came here they got me a day old blt from quiznos <laughs> what the hell you know you I might mean, be somewhat salty if i'm hoping that if i'm famous enough where i get an ask someone's bringing me a good blt oh you, you you're thinking they're gonna bend over backwards or get yeah. some like gourmet curated yeah okay because if they're just like a regular person going to show you don't get a weird ask these are people who get weird asks you know, like they're not bringing Beyonce, you know, a crummy BLT. 
that's a pretty generous comparison. I'm just saying. Defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched Swarm. You might be on the list. I might be. Um, or like something where like you can't mess up like french fries. You know how much I love french fries. French fries and Heinz ketchup. You know? Something like that. I feel Between like the two of us, I have the fries nickname. What do you mean? JT, the whole camp. They all call me fries. Oh, yeah, you do. But that's not because you love them. So what? <laughs> the association is still stronger. I'm just saying that. I'm putting that out there. That's fine. High school. Yes. What was it? Vanilla Bacardi? Ooh. I had a gang of fries. Even when I was younger, I used to eat a ton of fries, like fries and chocolate shakes. And no parental guidance with them. Somewhat. But <laughs> Daddy was doing his thing. Has been for a long time. Fries. That's my nomenclature step your game up as you were saying i feel like maybe you'd have to have like warm in and out delivered see like i know that if they gave me cold in and out or messed up my order you know like like you did when you put spread yes to the ketchup and mustard that was my, my fault <laughs> um i'd be upset so yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put myself in a position to lose yeah you know? why even leave that window of opportunity open all right so marijuana deodorant <laughs> strawberry sour sour belts for me sounds good done yeah those are a weird ass i can't wait until we become famous oh uh, kill me <laughs> tom cruise jokes we just watched mission impossible 7 yeah. that's the face that i enjoyed for like two hours while we watched that it movie was three hours and 12 minutes <laughs> <laughs> all right so i got these on the internet off the internet are you ready no what do you call a tom cruise movie with a hamburger in it I don't know. Top bun? No. Hilarious. No. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise is filming a new romantic action movie in support of body positivity. Both him and the lead actress gained 300 pounds for the role. The movie is called Missionary Impossible. <laughs> Yikes. I call my penis Tom Cruise. It does all its own stunts, has questionable beliefs, and I have to use a camera trick to make it look taller. That's true. I don't even <laughs> think. Did you get that from the internet or did you put one of your own in there? <laughs> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, uh, the seventh iteration in the blockbuster franchise, picked up $15.5 on its opening day Wednesday uh, and is reportedly on pace to set a franchise record at the box office. That's because people don't have anything else to do. Hence, us didn't have anything else to do. That's not because the movie is like, whoa. The movie know. is good. It is. It is good. Like, one through four, I'm very familiar with. Five and six, not so much. Four is probably my favorite. It's so good. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I loved uh, some of the new directions, some of the creative decisions that they made. It was very fresh. Uh, the new talent. It's a good movie. It's a it good a watch. Good movie. It is. I give him a hard time because, be happy. you know, wasn't my first choice. However, it is a good movie. You gave some interesting feedback on the theme song. You're like, oh, I like how they do all these different iterations. You were pretty captivated. Yeah. I remember having to, like, steal my fruit snacks back. Yeah. Well, I think you, those were 
like some marijuana gummies. They weren't Welcher's fruit snacks. I think that's why I was so captivated. <laughs> I was not high. But something was in the water. <laughs> no, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. We also watched The Outlaws on Netflix. Yes. yes. With, um, Pierce Bronson, Adam Devine. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the others. There were other people in it. But I think for a streaming service movie, it was okay, right? Yeah. Like, I think there's a bit of expectation that it's just going to be okay. Whenever we get a really good one, yes. it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's hard great. because there's so much good quality stuff out there, and you just have access to all of it all the time, where it's not like, oh, I'm not sure if I can see this movie, you have to prioritize them. You can just watch them all. People know this, just in a row. And so there's so many more comparisons now than, you know, there was maybe 10 years ago where someone's like, oh, have you seen whatever? It's like, oh, yeah, I, I watched that as soon as it came out, you know? And uh, you don't have that, like, weight or wonder. Um, so, yeah, it's easy to compare just movie after movie after movie. Yeah. What's, what's that you got there? Superior. Oh. This cap is from hell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I thought I thought Outlaws um was really good. Um I think well actually I'll ask. I think slash ask, I don't know. Anyways, the Apple VR, people watching movies is this way. Is it out already? No. But I'm saying that's what people are going to plan to do is watching movies this way. Um, if you were to purchase a VR system to watch a movie, what would be the first movie that you'd want to watch as if, you know, you mm. were kind of in it? Because the VR experience is like you're in it. I don't know. See, like the VR experience doesn't appeal to me like thinking I would be immersed in the film like that wouldn't. But mm -hmm. if I was watching one, I'd look to trip out, like a visual trip kind of thing. So I'm kind of leaning towards animation. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to be high. Let's talk about Across the Spider-Verse. I think that would be a fantastic time with VR. Okay. Um, I don't think you could hang because no, of the motion sickness stuff. I, I wouldn't make it two minutes. No. But uh, yeah, I Apple VR, I, I would do that. Spider-Man for sure. What I thought you were maybe going to say, because I know this is a favorite movie of yours. Everything Everywhere? A the Big Lebowski? A favorite childhood movie of yours. A Goofy movie? Yes. It's That's a good time. exactly what I was going to say is because I saw a guy who was like, oh my God, millennials, when they get this VR system, they're going to watch the Powerline concert as if they were there. Mm. And it made me think of you because your favorite childhood movie is a Goofy movie. And I thought, oh my God, if you could feel like you were at a concert... There it would be. And you already have animation on the list of something you'd want to watch. You could be there at the concert. I could be there at the concert. Just saying. Powerline. Do you know who the actual singer is? Who the actual Powerline is? I want to say it's some, someone like Tevin Campbell or something. It is isn't. it really? Yeah. Oh, yay! <laughs> Can we talk? Dude, Sorry. I love that song. It's a classic. I used to play that song on a repeat for like 45 minutes straight. Can we bring back uh, music voicemail boxes? Remember that was a huge thing. You used to call someone. Yeah. They'd go to their voicemail, and then you'd hear like 15 seconds of whatever their favorite song was, and then they'd leave like some embarrassing message. 
and to get back hey, you get like 15 what a sorry i missed you go ahead and leave me a message and i'll think about getting back to you i'm naughty nicole ow <laughs> that's never been my outgoing <laughs> that has been yours for a long time <laughs> strongly advocating you bring it back oh man um yeah uh tevin campbell one of my favorite tevin campbell moments is when he was on fresh prince isn't that him oh, when he sings he's to dating ashley? ashley yeah yeah oh yeah that dude's talk got a about, voice man talk about a panty dropper <laughs> the voice i mean actually i don't remember what he exactly looks like no, tevin campbell's a good looking dude i remember he had like high top hair none of that matters like, you know you you hear that voice you see god oh hair matters <laughs> what <laughs> uh but no he does have a good voice and uh i do remember can we talk was my ringtone on one of my flip phones back in the day and people used to call when people would call me uh that song would play so it's a good time it is definitely a classic um we're still kind of on the streaming stuff i got some streaming stats here um the average person watches about 141 hours of television per month assuming you reach the age of 78 it's about 15 years of your life um the average american home has 2.3 tv sets do you know the most watched television show on netflix on netflix like it's a current show that's on there now kind of hard to answer that with a streaming service yeah it's still on there it's still on. There. i'd say that okay. show debuted within the last two years and it kind of you know you give it some thought it took everything by storm out of left field okay wasting time squid game 165 billion hours watched i have never watched that show and i refuse to watch it for realsies yeah for realsies i refuse to watch it because of the commotion, you just can't mm -hmm. get behind the hype. Get, behind get over yourself, you narcissistic piece of crap. It's a great form <laughs> of media entertainment. Watch the show. Same why. thing with the the um, Broadway shows. Can only watch shows if it's live on Broadway. You deprive yourself of Lin Manuel Miranda's no. magnum opus. No, that's not why. That's Go. not why. That you have it all backwards. Start voting. Watch <laughs> Hamilton, and grow up. No, I haven't watched Squid Games because what happens for me is people pump it up so much. Then I watch it and I'm like, oh, this is a good show. But everyone pumps it up so high that like my expectations are through the roof. And then I watch it and I'm like, you know, if you go in and you have no expectations and you watch it, you're like, holy smokes, this is great. But when like the whole world is like, this is the best TV show in the world and you go in with this expectation, I just get let down. So I wait for the hype to lower and then, you know, for me to forget it's the best TV show in the world and then I'll watch it and then I'll enjoy it. So that time for you has not passed yet. No, because they came out oh, with another season get and then it over all yourself. went nuts again and they're coming out with another season and then everyone's going nuts again. Don't you have enough drama in your life with the whole Yellowstone thing, all of that crap? No. Get over it. I'm, we're throwing on Squid Game time meow as soon as this podcast is over we need more more bingeable we do content because we just what just killed silo amongst yeah. a bunch of other stuff Silo was so good was super good can we give a shout out 
to Human Resources season two, Netflix. Yes. It's fantastic. It's it's picked up the pace for sure, and uh, they're they're finding their groove. If I, I can only see it getting better. Yeah. Zelda. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Zelda. Zelda came out. I don't know, maybe two three months ago, if that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even planning on playing it at the moment. I had Burning Shoals DLC that just came out for Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Heard the reviews. It is universally critically acclaimed. 10 out of 10. Yes. So I decided to play it. In your opinion, what effect has that had on me? Um, You have a little bit of bush brain. Bush brain? Mush. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, we talked about this. You keep forgetting things. Um, The effect it's had on you, I would say your life balance is a little bit out of whack where Zelda has taken over a big amount. If, if we were only friends, I probably would not have heard from you in the past two months. You can kind of speak from experience here, right? Without getting too into it. Yeah. People aren't as available because of this game. It's so captivating. Yeah. Uh, that game is number one. If someone's like, hey, is Sam okay? Have you, is he good? I'm like, oh yeah, he's good. He's just, he's one with Zelda. Um, I, yeah, you, you love that game. I, I don't ever see you glow as much as when you talk about Zelda. And you don't talk very much for very long. But if I like look over your shoulder and look at the you know look at you playing Zelda and I'm like oh what's this or what's that you just go into this like six let me hours show you. later yeah you turn into me you're so passionate about Zelda you turn into me explaining you know what a terrible way to live little things way too passionate <laughs> whatever Nicole percentage is at dial it down to fifty percent all right way too much I actually have. <laughs> Uh, two Zelda questions for you. Okay. If you had to pick, we can take me out of the equation. If you had to pick Zelda or being alone forever, like you can have people in your life or you can have Zelda, but you can't have both. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this even a real question? Yeah, it is a real question. What's the number one phrase exchanged between us? <laughs> People are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I'm choosing Zelda. What are we talking about? Now, Zelda or unlimited money. (laughs) Unlimited Zelda. I mean, unlimited money. Screw Link. Screw Zelda. They'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, what we're talking about. Now, knowing what you know, that this is the best game you'll ever play. And and I'll tell you this right now. There will be no other game close to as good as this. I'm okay with that. Unlimited money. Who needs to play video games when I could be playing life, son? <laughs> so you'd pick money over Zelda, but Zelda over people. Yep. I love it. I love it. Funny <laughs> Zelda story, though. Yeah. So I'm in class. I'm permitted to miss a certain amount of days. And I missed a good amount of days for this particular class. My teacher, he's there. He kind of asked me about it. I'm like, yo, sorry, man. I figured I could be transparent with him. I'm like, yo, Zelda's kind of taken over my life. And, oh, man. Siri thing? 
Hopefully it's still recording. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, because it was supposed to stop on me. Small technical difficulties. Um, I figured I could be transparent with them. So I'm like, dude, Zelda is taking over my life. Like, there's no way I'm coming to class. And he, like, was taken aback. He was like, what the? Grow up. <laughs> you know, basically, like, you're an adult. What are you? I'm not 17. I'm not 16 years old. No, I'm not neglecting adult livelihood responsibilities to play a game. And I doubled down. I'm like, screw you. This is the best game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> it was like an awkward moment that kind of stood for a while. Yeah. But then we kind of just kind of kept on living our lives. So. Yeah. Um, I've got some Zelda facts here, too. Ooh, okay. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, it's the first Nintendo-developed game to be priced at $70, which is kind of the standard now. Since the latest consoles like PS5, um xbox series s and x what was the most do you know what the most expensive game is before it was 70 it's probably like a deluxe edition bundle something they normally have like oh like the collector's edition that i have do have for zelda mm -hmm. i think the resellers are selling that for like 190 but like you'll get packages where um like zelda tears of the kingdom will come out with a deluxe and like pre-ordered items and stuff that you can only get for a limited amount of times and normally yeah. those run for about a hundred bucks okay so okay. but like without any additional content yeah no i don't know okay i don't okay. know um more than 10 million copies sold in the first three days making it the fastest selling zelda game in its franchise um and that's probably the most interesting stuff here but yeah it's doing really well yeah it's taken over my life i've got over maybe 125 hours and i probably have another 300 to go easy and that's a hundred percent completing the game and i only do that if i really like the game yeah and i really like zelda so that's probably gonna happen well you also have a special controller as well so like <laughs> there's certain things or times or opportunities you know where we all kind of have to settle we can't get everything we want yeah. so we're like you know what let me do the research let me do the reviews let me see what's most optimal for this price point yeah you know i didn't rob myself of that experience for the zelda i'm like this is the best game i've ever played so i got the nintendo switch oled one yep I've got the Pro Controller, and I have the Collector's Edition. There's nothing else more you can get as far as, like, a general public. And you have the little Amiibos. Oh, the cards. Yeah. Yeah. So that, those. That was, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, that was something that I learned, like, that I didn't know even existed tech-wise. And then you're just like, beep, beep. Honestly, I was intrigued. Yeah, like, I wasn't willing to not have the optimal experience with the zelda so i got all of those and yeah. then there's certain items that you can get by random by chance by applying an amiibo which is a nintendo toy based on the character that have some kind of scanning technology i think it's called npc or nfc um to the controller yeah and then items will populate mm -hmm. so when you saw that but here's the thing those amiibos are really expensive. I think one toy could be from 20 to 40 bucks. Yeah. The internet and the world has found kind of a workaround where they sell like these little cards that do the same thing, but much more affordable. It's like for the price of 40, you can get for the price of one. Yeah. So 
And let me explain to the people who don't know what these things are from my perspective. You have a regular controller, you have the little joystick. Well, the joystick, think of it as like a thumbprint reader, reader that used to be on phones, something like that, or you, like you take your badge and it, you know, you scan it. You have these little cards and you put it on the little, on the joystick of the controller and it sends whatever signal, however, and then all these little things like gifts or toys or, you know, bow and arrows or whatever for this game in particular just come falling from the sky. And you just think that it's a regular little joystick, but it has the sensor on it and it reads these cards and then it gives you stuff. Nintendo has always been pretty innovative and um, leading the way in the charge as far as like new technologies and other ways to enhance and immerse this gaming experience all the way back from um, the Nintendo Game Boy to the yep. Nintendo Wii where we had the interactive remotes yep. to the Nintendo Switch where you've got a dock dockable um, console that you can take on the go. Mm -hmm. Like They've gonna, been, been ahead with the Amiibos too. What's up? Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt too. With that orange little gun pointed it at a TV and then it did things. I'm sorry. I yeah, that is true. I that was that a was, long, long time ago. I remember playing that. What it would have been like 1993, and my mind was blown that you could take a toy thingy and point it at a any screen, any TV screen, and you like could kill a duck. That was crazy to me. No, it's it's advanced, and you know that they've been on that path. You know yeah. they've they've been set that. Um, that ambition um nintendo super impressive i'm impressed still to this day so, i i think looking at the uh, amiibos was the same as me experiencing duck hunt for the first time i'm not even kidding like, i believe it yeah um we talked about if i ever wronged you that you would delete my save game data like <laughs> from like my zelda yeah or other stuff but it reminded me of a terrible story that I heard um, oh. when I read off the internet. So I'm going to read a horrible X game save data deletion kind of story. Oh, okay. All right. My now ex-girlfriend deleted my three-year-plus Minecraft world. I think I've read this before. I don't know. The Minecraft world was so big in that it reminded me of my dear friend that passed away from cancer last year. Oh, yeah. You remember this? Yes. All right. Yes. So he built it together. Uh, she deletes it. I never cried so much. This made me just ball my eyes out uh, me and my friend built the stupidest stuff and we had the greatest time anyways he posts this and uh it's all he had of his friend that passed and um in the suggestions they're like hey do this abc one two three x three zero and you should be able to recover your world back yeah and he does so christ is averted but initially his world came to an end yeah you know it's a real thing because of my threat, did Extra you start revenge. backing up your stuff? Of course. I'm not going to just tell you. I Yeah, we got backup. Backups on backups? I, I don't plan to be in a bad standing with you. So. No one plans on it. You know, you just make up things as you go. What would, let's see, if, so mine would be deleting all your game stuff. I, I honestly wouldn't even bother, but we'll just say, yeah, push me to that level. What would you do to me? Would you delete something? 
Uh, is the X-Lax happening? I'd probably do a berry psychological stuff. Oh. You know, I'd re- like replace makeup items with like Amazon generic stuff. Oh. Um, maybe let air out of your tire. Uh, I, you know. Yeah. Stuff Very like itching powder in your clothes. Maybe bleach a few items. Okay. <laughs> It'd be like background revenge stuff. I love it. What's funny is, is as soon as you bleach something, I would know that it was you because I don't even own bleach. Right. So I'd be like, oh. I mean, but it wouldn't be obvious, though. It'd be like maybe like a Q-tip here under the arm. You'd be like, the fuck? Yeah. How did that happen? And then if I tried to explain it to anyone, they'd be like, oh, she's done lost her mind. And then I also know that you (laughs) use makeup that have uh, applicators that are on the fritz. Yeah. So I'd probably intentionally mess up some stuff. Yeah. With that, you'd think that maybe it happened. You did it without you knowing. Yeah. You know, big Barry HBO stuff. All right. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to tip you off that we're at war. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. Of course not. Apple TV, High Desert, Patricia Ar- Arquette. Uh-huh. Season two was canceled due to the writer strike. Amazing television show. You yeah. and I were both upset about it. Yes. Um. It's not the first time the writer's strike has affected us. I think the first was which we were supposed to get like a Pete Davidson SNL episode that mm-hmm. got canceled. Yep. And it's been going on for about two months now. Yeah. What do you know about the strike? Uh, it has something to do with like digital rights from what I heard. Not accurate at all. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> then I know nothing. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about the writer's strike. No, no, it's pretty accurate. It's been going on for two months. Basically, they want more money because of the streaming wars. It's more work, blah, blah, blah. And then also some clarity on AI and its creative contributions That's right. to the material. Right? Ugh, they they got to figure that out. So, I'm going to tell you now, people, even though they're listening, if y'all keep messing with this AI, the end of the world is going to happen a lot sooner than we planned for and it's not going to happen because you know of the ozone layer you know disintegrating it's going to be because robots have taken over stop messing with ai stop messing with it y'all are idiots already stop messing with it people the world's gonna end yeah yeah yeah. it's just how i don't i don't even care how i don't want to be enslaved by a robot 25 years from now give us 25 more quality years by then we'll be old decrepit and the world of god about us enough knowledge out there and ai is so easy to use it's like making myspace pages all of a sudden everyone knew how to code in html but didn't know anything about coding or html now people are using ai and they don't even know what they're doing but then they're creating things without an actual concept and stop messing with ai that's all i have to say so you're obviously a big fan. <laughs> um, the last time the big the big writer strike that I remember was from like 2006, 2007, right around there. And it's when I was really into Heroes, the TV show Heroes. And the writer strike absolutely uh, decimated that show. Even when they brought it back, it was never as good, never the same. And then Lost kind of hit uh rock bottom for you know season three and uh those were my two favorite shows at the time um i was way more invested in those shows than i am in most things now but Mm. i've grown 
But yeah, that's the last time I remember a big writer strike and being affected by it. So we haven't gotten any new episodes of SNL. Yeah. And we watched the Phoebe Waller-Bridge episode. Yes. How hilarious was that? That was one of the best, S- which I'm going to quote you, one of the best SNL episodes we've ever watched. Also, musical guest star she brought the Taylor Swift was rocking the mic and played a rendition of Lover that I had never heard before, the piano-only version. I don't know. Step your game up. Step your game up. No, it was really good from the musical. Excuse me, from the musical guests to the skits, um, the like race war newscaster skit was hilarious. That was so good. That so was really good. If you are into SNL at all and you haven't seen that episode, watch it because you will you will not be sorry. That's all I got. That's all I have too. Oh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Two sheets to the wind here, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Peace. Peace.